Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. the celebrity and pop culture podcast you're joined by your host Belle that's me and hello I'm Anna (laughs) and we are two friends that regularly catch up for coffee and have all these chats this is our first time recording together this is your first time recording a podcast but I know you are going to be a pro because the chats we have and uh, (sighs) the way you listen and consume content I just know you're going to be amazing I don't know if it's a good thing how much (laughs) content I consume but um yes uh Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. Um, pop my cherry. It's very exciting. Nervous. You're going to be amazing. <laughs> this is our first time. We'll get better as it all comes along. But first, we'll just tell you a little bit about ourselves. So, Anna, do you want to start? Tell us about yourself. It's like we're on a first date, isn't it? It's like what I put in your Tinder bio. Yeah, what would you put in your bio? It's been a long time since I've been on Tinder. Um, well, I am Anna. I am 30. <clears throat> turned 30. Saying like it's a bad thing, I'm older than you. I know, no, I turned 30, but I think because of COVID, really like the last two years shouldn't count, but no, I have two tiny dictators at home that um, I work for, um, their names are Freddie and Jagger, Freddie's four, Jagger's almost two, and I swear my brain's not worked since 2018, but um, so this could be interesting, bear with me. <laughs> Um, I was an interior designer in a past life and I'm just starting to figure out what I like again. Yeah, that's about it. I can, you're right, I consume a lot of media content at home to try to keep sane, always listening to a podcast while cooking dinner, watching the wiggles, that sort of shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Mainly crime. Yeah, you love your true crime, so do I. And the thing I've noticed about you is you're often listening to whatever it is first before anyone else oh. knows about it or even you know when um Mason Disick everyone thought he was, was behind that finster. finster you were on that already even though it wasn't even on news sites yet like the gossip sites didn't even have the name of the account you were already all over it I need to go to rehab <laughs> <laughs> do you think that was Mason um I don't know no I don't think it was it's obviously someone really close in the crew mm. it's part of the cult <laughs> we are going to talk about Kardashians today, so we'll get to that soon, what we're going to talk about, but my name is Belle, I, you may listen to my other podcast which is called The Self Love Club, I've had that for three and a half years now. Just a little, little podcast you've been working on. Yeah, so that's been really exciting, and so yeah, I'm a podcaster, I work in media, I've been in radio a long time, but podcasting is my jam, it's my yeah, passion. Yeah, you're really good at it. Thank you. I love interviewing people, but I really craved having a co-host first of all, because it's kind of weird talking to yourself 
for a long time. I talk to myself all the time, yeah, every day. Good for a bit, but then it gets a bit boring. And then when it comes to things like this, I really was craving having conversations about, you know, celebrities and pop culture stuff. And we will be doing deep dives as well, which we're really excited about. Investigative, multiple part episodes. Yeah. And we got to talk to adults. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a bit about us. Do we want to tell them how we met? Oh, yes. The story about how we met is... It's really cute. It's quite... It's There's a podcast in itself. So, yeah, yeah. Short story. Um, I got Belle in a breakup, really, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> we, went, we met in the mount. Yeah. So I was really good friends with Anna's ex-boyfriend and we hung out heaps and then obviously Anna was around. This would have been like 2015. Well, yeah. I've been married for five years, so... yeah. Maybe even earlier. Anyway, you were there a lot, would hang out, but then obviously you guys broke up and I was still friendly with that person. Yeah, RIP. But then since I've been friends with you, I did leave it a long time. Like I was very respectful. I wasn't even like, I'd say particularly close with you when we, I knew you and I liked you, but. You were one of the ones though that didn't defriend me because remember he made everyone block me. I think you were probably one of the only ones that didn't. You were like. Had a backbone. I was like, because I don't think you could see, I don't know, I don't really use Facebook much. I'm more of an Instagram TikTok galley. She is. Girly. You can find all our deets in the show notes. But um, I he couldn't see if I was still friends with you. And anyway, um. it doesn't really matter, but... I just was like, no. And like, I wasn't, I was being respectful. I wasn't like hanging out with you or anything. And then it was years later where we sort of hit it off. And honestly, I've just watched you grow and... Like, I feel like you've just become really confident since I met you. Not that you weren't, but you were just super quiet. Really? I feel like I've lost myself since I've become a mum, but Aww, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Another thing, another thing is everything I say, you've kind of just got to like, <laughs> if it's kind of offensive, it's probably just, I'm just joking. Like, I, I, I cope with my trauma by, <laughs> with humour. Yeah. No. Anyway, that could be an interesting thing to talk about at some point with, yeah. with you guys. Like, um, Whether you're meant to do that or not. Yeah, like what did you, what are the funniest things you got out of a breakup? Mm, Maybe yeah. you got a good friend or some trauma, I don't yeah. know. Well, I'm glad I got you out of that breakup. And uh, like I said, it was super respectful and years on. And here we are, we're doing a podcast <laughs> together. About pop culture. Who would have thought? And the Kardashians. Now, on today's show, we are covering some stories that have been really big at the moment, like the whole Kravis wedding in Italy. We've got a lot of thoughts, a lot to say about that. Also, we'll be touching on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, this week's latest, and some of our thoughts. And also, you may not know about the story, but it's super interesting. The Waggathon. Christie case in the UK. I know it sounds a little bit strange. Plus, we'll have some recommendations of what we've been watching. I know Anna, you always are listening to heaps of things, so we'll find out what the best listens are. First up on today's show, we're going to chat about the Kravis wedding, the Kardashian Barker wedding that, of course, went down in Portofino in Italy this week. It's their third wedding. You didn't like they've only been together not that long, and they've already been married three times. Well. My theory is I think she's just trying to catch up to Kim. Because <laughs> she's, what, 43 and never married? Yeah. She said she never wanted to get married. Just got disowned, which is fair enough. I don't blame yeah. her for that. We'll but. chat through that a bit as well because, like, do we feel sorry for Scott? Do you? Um, No. But have you noticed, like, <laughs> whenever they're doing something, if you go on and see what he's up to, like when they got married at the courthouse – 
he was posting these things with his kids, like, hey, look, I'm with my kids, I'm the best dad sort of thing. Aww. And now that they're in Portofino, he's on a private plane, he's like, to the beach. It's like, there's no way you would turn up to Portofino. Imagine that, like, wedding crashes. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching the latest show, The Kardashians, on Disney, it's a bit of a pity party for Scott. He's very, you know, he hit up Chris. He's very feeling left out, which I understand. He lost his parents when he was young, and the Kardashians are his family. But yeah. I think there's maybe there just got to be some sort of balance when especially early on in Travis and Courtney's relationship. I think there's been a bit of a shift in public opinion with Scott because everyone's always loved him and he's got away with a lot of naughty behaviour because he is this like fun larrikin kind of guy. But he does seem to have lost a bit of the popularity. Mm. And I know that Courtney has very obviously said like she doesn't want to have a conversation with him. She's just trying to block him out of her new marriage which is fair enough but you can see this is like her fairy tale and she just doesn't want him to have any part of it so Mm. it must be must be pretty hard for him I guess to be just totally left out watching because he's you get the feeling that he still definitely pines for her oh yeah I mean he proposed to her a few times didn't he and she always said no and like he's had a chance like I think maybe now he's realizing the consequences of his behavior and Oh, men always do, right? (laughs) They always come back. So they always do. Girls get over it. It takes them a while to get over it. Then they move on. Guys go out, mess around, be dicks. And then like a few years later, fuck, Mm. try to get them back. Too late. Too late. Scott, he's he's no different to every fuckboy in Auckland. (laughs) Now this wedding, so the first wedding in Vegas after the Grammys was a drunken night out. That was just a drunken night out, right? Was Was it? It was definitely staged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A staged drunken night out. Now their second in Santa Barbara was to get the official documents. Now only the Kardashian grandmother, MJ. Okay, who's your favourite Kardashian? Oh, that's hard. I like Chris. Really? Well, I've got different ones for different. I like lots of different aspects of them. But Chris, the momager, I find her quite funny. I think MJ is like the yeah. breakout star of the Kardashians, to be honest. <laughs> like, oh, I love MJ. Yeah, so MJ, Chris's mum, was there and also Travis's dad. Now, most couples, you may know from some of your friends who have destination weddings, you've got to go to a courthouse so it's legal, right? So it's fairly standard practice. But I guess because it seemed like... They were having so many weddings. It's like, what's going on here? And their third was their proper wedding. And the only reception, which was held at Dolce & Gabbana's estate, where the family also stayed for the wedding and uh, wore exclusively Dolce & Gabbana. So clearly quite a brand deal. The whole thing was oh, yeah. a total publicity stunt, really, for Dolce & Gabbana, wasn't it? Mm. I wonder how much the Kardashians get paid for that. Do they get paid or do they just I get exclusive... Think- you know, the, the estate, the property, you know, like everything. I don't think they got paid. I was reading about it this morning. Don't quote me. I am not a professional, but in my non-professional opinion, the millions of dollars that the Kardashians have bought in for them for marketing just by wearing their clothes over the weekend is huge because Dolce & Gabbana have had quite a checkered few years. They've been accused of racism and just some really nasty accusations. And the whole Catholicism is quite on point for their brand. They've always got like the Virgin Mary and those sorts of things in their designs. What are your thoughts on the look of the whole Dolce & Gabbana they've all been wearing? What do you think about it? Do you think it looks like a wedding or does it look more like a funeral to you? Um, I was looking into that because I was 
it's very Catholic, right? It's very goth as well, which is, is definitely like on Travis on, and Courtney. Yeah. Well, it's Travis's, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> the evolution of Courtney in the last couple of years. Yeah. It's interesting. We'll see if any brides this year will be having like the little short mini dresses with the long veils and like a Virgin Mary on their boobs at some What do weddings. you think about the dress? What are your thoughts on it? You've been married, you've, you know, you love dresses and weddings and everything. So what are your thoughts on the dress? I think it would be a really cute Halloween costume. <laughs> I like the idea of a short dress, but she could have had such a beautiful dress. She could have had anything she wanted. You know what? It's their fairy tale. We're just being a little bit bitchy, but that's all good. No, no, not at all. Like, she looked beautiful. We're not... No, she is, definitely did look beautiful. This is not going to be ever, like, a salacious, like, mean girls gossipy oh, podcast. Oh, no, okay, so that's not the point of this podcast. There's enough There's enough heavy shit going on in the world. The point of this podcast is to have a bit of a lull with friends and talk about things that are going on. Travis was my actually... attacking my feet. Oh, my God, Piper. Podcast cat, sorry. No, well, because like it was, there were Catholic symbols everywhere in this wedding, right? That's been said that the Kardashians all went to Catholic school, and it's even been said recently that Chris will pick out a daily prayer and they will oh. all sit around and do it. Whether that's true or not, who knows? They do talk about God a bit. They do, yeah. And they pray. But Travis, he was brought up Catholic, but in 2008, he was in a really bad plane crash with. DJ AM, who was his best friend and Nicole Ritchie's ex-fiance, he he's the sole survivor. The his bodyguard died, his assistant died, the two pilots died. DJ AM died a year later. He had burns to eighty five percent of his body, and he said after that he really thought there's a reason why I'm still here. And so he said he believes in God. I do pray. I definitely think I was blessed, and I'm here for a reason. So I'm not I'm not at church every day, and I'm not pushing religion on people. But I believe in God, and I pray, and I my kids pray. But the fact that this wedding was even in Italy is huge because he's been afraid of flying since then, and he's really praised. Courtney for helping him get over that. So that's huge. Like that's a massive fear to overcome and to be able to do that and get on a plane for that many hours. Like that's massive for him. I probably like I hate flying, but I would probably be fine getting on a private jet for that many hours. Mm. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Kylie's pink one. Oh. <laughs> Did you see? All that family yeah. came in together and then she came in last minute in a <laughs> pink one by herself. The rich little girl of the family. But all the self-made billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one part about Courtney's outfit, she I don't know if you noticed with her veil, uh, mm. it had embroidery of the Virgin Mary, which is a tattoo that Travis has. On and his that was, head. Yeah, and so that was like, you saw the shot of them at the back. That was on her veil. And yeah, she looked beautiful. And I think the goth thing is interesting. She kind of gives me the vibes of, and I was this girl at high school, a little bit rocky and only dated like boys and bands or like rock star kind of vibes. I think she's, she, it's almost like she's going she's through that phase that stage now. She's later having in that life. stage, yeah, where you date the guy that's a little bit badass and you dress a little bit goth and you dress a little bit bogan, you wear the banties, you know, you've got your red roses. But you pray and you have a Catholic wedding. She's going through that phase and yeah. it's quite interesting watching. Apparently when she was younger, she used to dress like that a lot. But now she's kind of come back into it again and she's wearing a lot of like, her designers have changed. She's wearing a lot of Prada. 
One thing on the Dolce & Gabbana thing, how do you reckon Balenciaga feel? Because Kim has been wearing a lot of Balenciaga for the past few years. I just don't think anyone would ever have the balls to say anything to any of the Kardashians because they, like the marketing force that they are. Mm, they're massive. They literally can turn anything into gold. I admire them. I think Chris is a genius. She's so smart and I find her funny. She scares me. <laughs> <laughs> but she's so funny, the things she, she says is as funny. well. Yeah. She is funny, yeah. Who's your favourite Kardashian? Do you have a favourite? Well, on a side note, I just left a cult. <gasps> F45. F45. Did you leave? Yeah. Did you feel it was a bit culty for you? No. I liked the cult. My body didn't like it. I was falling apart. Oh, yeah. Ever since I turned 30. But also, it is quite intense to do that to yourself, mm. like, however many times a week. There's other things you can do. Yeah. No, I've joined a new cult. Reformer Pilates? Yeah. Yes, welcome. welcome. It's a good time to be a part of. Yeah, sorry, that was a bit of a cult no. sidetrack. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> um, no, I... Who's my favourite Kardashian? That's really hard. I can tell you who's not. Yep. I don't like Kendall. Yeah, I actually, um, I f- kind of feel you on that. And again, not I'm, we're not being mean here. I just feel there's this thing online. I was watching some TikToks. It was talking about how she's like unlikable for a few reasons. One of them is that she's the pick me girl. Like I'm real nerdy. Oh, don't, I'm real like this. And yeah, she's not always super aware of things. Oh my God, there was this old clip that came up of her and Kylie when Caitlin was Bruce taking them to a homeless shelter. Yeah, she was like, oh my God, this is like the worst thing I could be doing. I get mean girl vibes from mm. her, but... So the meals at the wedding looked tiny. Did you see Oh my little- gosh, I had a meme I was going to send you this morning about it. It was like the portion of the pasta. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> now the meals look tiny. That's one thing that's been noted. Kendall went viral again this week uh, after last week's cucumber gate cutting. Did you see that oh when God. she cut the cucumber with her hands crossed? Yes. I cannot. <laughs> like... How can you be that stupid? Yeah, so this time Kendall went viral because she was struggling to walk up those like cobble <gasps> steps. I Did saw you see that. that her dress was too tight? It was on um Kyle um <laughs> Kylie's thing, I was filming her going up. Those dresses are would be really hard. Oh yeah, they looked like I thought they looked beautiful, but yeah, they're like really stiff material, so it'll be so hard to walk up those like old steps. And yeah. have you been to the Amalfi Coast? No. It, it, it's what it's like really one to. of my fave places in the world. Those stairs are hectic and they're not nice even stairs they are hundreds of years old they are so steep and surprised she didn't like twist her ankle and and also rain but rain for me he's courtney's seven-year-old son yes he's super cute and he is the star of the show like so he wore this little black suit with shorts our next story is the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial latest. Now, the, for aye, the, aye, aye. Yeah, for the past five weeks, we've been able to watch this trial, this defamation trial. Now, it all started because Amber wrote an op-ed piece for the Washington Post in 2018, alleging she was a victim of domestic violence. And in 2019, Johnny sued her for $50 million for defamation and claimed she was not a victim of domestic violence, but a perpetrator. Now, we cannot cover every aspect of this case in this part of this episode like we're just not going to it's too much it'd probably be something want to either no no, I don't think so it'd be something you'd want to do 
way down the track. And yeah, so we're not going to cover it all today. I'm sure you've seen enough of it on your TikTok feed. So after that all happened, Johnny was dropped from a number of his roles, including the next installment of Pirates of the Caribbean, which was a $22.5 million contract. That's $34 million New Zealand dollars, allegedly. And uh, yeah, so it's had a, a huge... a little bit of money. It's had a huge impact. Um, Dior Sauvage didn't drop them though, and apparently their sales have been booming. Kate Moss is set to testify. This hasn't happened at time of recording but it will be on the day this comes out and it is set to wrap up this week first of all five weeks it's felt like five months Mm. it has dragged on and on and on interesting that it's being televised and I was wondering why that was because so many things are usually not but I was looking into that and that's because it is not in the federal courts and the federal courts are subject to rules that have very few exceptions and that bans all cameras from the courtroom. State and local courts have more leniency to allow cameras in courtrooms and you've got to file something and a judge has got to okay it. It was actually Johnny's team that put the thing in to want the cameras in, which is not that surprising when you see how it's going for him. Yeah, and if he's sort of saying that she's defamed him, it's one way to get your public opinion perhaps back if you believe in your case. Yeah. How um, do you feel about it being televised? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about how I feel about it being televised. I think there are a lot of other trials that have happened recently that would have been far more beneficial to society to be televised, like the um, Gillian Maxwell. I'm not sure if I'm saying her first name right. I always mm. say that wrong. That would have been huge to be televised Mm. I have to say at first I've been guilty of you know having a bit of a lull at the TikToks that have come up on my screen um you know Amber Heard she's been pulling some pretty funny faces and Johnny Tepp's security they've been laughing and it just started to feel icky with me and the more it's dragged on the more it's just not sat right with me and I've been thinking about why that is speaking as someone who has Been in a toxic, emotionally abusive relationship with someone with addiction issues in the past. I would never, ever want to damage voices of domestic violence sufferers. Any form of abuse in a relationship is not okay. And I think we're all a lot more aware that domestic violence doesn't always look like a black eye. But just for a minute, can you take out gender? Can you take out the fact that they're so famous, that they've got the whole world watching them? Doesn't it just suck that we're at this point? How are we all questioning, did this really happen? The Me Too movement was supposed to stop all that, right? Watching the media and the public treating this viral trial like it's a circus is so gross. Mm. I've read comments saying, quote, he could have killed you and he had every right to. And, quote, he is so good looking it's not possible to be sexually assaulted by him. What the fuck? Yeah. This is so, so dangerous. Mm. With comments like this in the current abortion situation in America right now, I sometimes literally cannot believe that we are in 2022. But what I think it really comes down to is that us as a society, we like things to be easy, simple, good, bad, right, wrong, heroes, villains. What happens when it's not clear cut? What happens if neither of them are heroes? What happens when one person isn't likeable, doesn't come off warmly? Do you automatically side with the other? One thing that is undeniable is that this is showing a very ugly side of our society. Victimisation has become like a currency in today's clout and attention-based society. If anything, I just really hope that this viral trial is a logical end of 
this growing, scary trend. Yeah. yeah, I think the first thing that stuck out to me, which I noticed, first of all, when it first started, and it's not something you saw very often, was that women were turning on another woman, which obviously happens in this yeah. world. But I found that really interesting because usually if a woman comes out saying, you know, I am a victim of domestic violence or abuse or whatever it is, people believe that victim, right? I would yeah. like to think we believe victims. and. Yeah. That was the first thing that stuck out to me was that people on TikTok did not believe her. And that was kind of shocking for me. This trial is just icky. It just makes me feel a bit icky watching. Like, I feel like we shouldn't be watching this. Yeah, it is kind of uncomfortable watching the most personal yeah. recordings. Like, it's not, I kind of feel for both of them. I'm like, this is awful that the world is hearing about your toxic relationship. And it's a lose-lose yeah, situation. It's not, it's not nice. It's not nice for either of them. And, you know, Amber actually did try to get the trial stopped. Yeah, and there are people out there who don't have millions of dollars. You know, they're not able to go to court like this. This is a really sensitive issue. And so it's why we're really careful about how we speak about this. But... I think for people who are victims of domestic violence, when they read anything online, especially if it's um, not in favourable of you know victims, how's that going to make them feel about coming out or about? That's my concern. You know, is that it's yeah. putting them back into the days where it was like kept in the home and you didn't say yeah. anything about it. Still to come on the show, what is the Wagatha Christie story? There's a little bit in here which I find a bit interesting. It's some real-life social media sleuthing. Plus, we've got some recommendations for you. Anna's go-to podcast and show picks will share the... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Goes with you soon. Let's move on to something a little Happier. bit, I wouldn't say it's lighter, but it's less heavy. Have you heard about the Wagatha Christie story? I have, yes. Yeah. I am not sure why it's still going on. So basically, it's a name that was given to an ongoing dispute between Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney. Now, they're obviously WAG, so it's a play on Wagatha, like the Wagatha Christie, yeah. like a, you know. And Agatha Christie. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they are the wives of two players for England's football team. Now, it all started in 2019 when Colleen accused Rebecca Vardy of leaking information from her private Instagram to the press, the Sun newspaper. Later that year, Colleen posted on Twitter explaining how she was able to catch Rebecca out. So basically what she was doing, she was trying to work out who was leaking these stories. And so she narrowed it down by only having Rebecca able to view the particular stories and images. So that way she knew the that she was the person who was leaking it because she was the only one whose eyes were seeing it. That's dun, dun, so, dun. That's, that's, I applaud that. Yeah, that's, uh, have you ever done that to like maybe get a boy to see something on your story? Now it's easier with close friends, but you don't have to go through it. Was it a few years ago now. You have to hide everyone apart from that one. It's a lot, it's a commitment. She obviously got 
It got to a point for her to do that, though. Yeah, well, fair enough if your, you know, private information's being leaked to the press, and we know how brutal the press is in the UK. I think it was also from her private yeah. family account, wasn't it? Cause yeah. Because Colleen Rooney, I don't really follow football, don't do not do that, but I do know some of the wags. And Colleen Rooney, I when I was really a lot younger, I was quite into her. I just thought she was quite cool. She is probably the most famous wag, I would say. Like, England love her. They've been together since they were teenagers, and he's not exactly the best husband, a bit of a rat bag, but she's stuck by him, and they've got all these children together, and everyone loves Colleen Rooney. So I actually hadn't heard of Vardy before mm. this. Yeah, so what happened was Rebecca then claimed her account was hacked and it wasn't her that was leaking these stories. So in June 2020, Colleen sued Rebecca for defamation. Now, in November that same year, the judge ruled in favour of Vardy, actually, in the preliminary hearing, and neither were in court for that. Colleen was ordered to pay most of Rebecca's court fees, and they were given until February last year to try sort the case out, which they failed to do. Now, Rebecca Vardy is like, the table's turned, there's a lot to the story. Rebecca Vardy then went on to sue Colleen for libel, which is again just defamation, alleging the story about her leaking Instagram stories was false, and that was defamation of her character. Then it would be up to Colleen to prove that Vardy was personally responsible or that it was in the public interest knowing about the story. So essentially what's happened is the trial started back up this month. It went to the High Court and it wrapped up last week and a verdict, a written verdict will come from the judge. We don't know when yet but that's still to come. quite a while. Yeah, so that will be released at a later date and Colleen Rooney is said to be feeling pretty confident that she will win. The part of the story I like the most it's not the court case and the messiness I just really like the way she found out well allegedly found out that it was Rebecca Vardy the whole that's just like interesting it wasn't just Rebecca Vardy though it was her and her publicist I think yeah I just think who cares oh I thought it was kind of no I mean (laughs) I like like that part of the story I just think like how much money has been spent on this a lot of money. If you didn't have that money, I just this is something that you could have gone down to <laughs> the viaduct on like a Friday night, had a few drinks, had a fight with your friend, blocked each other, <laughs> not spoken to each other ever again, just like giving each other the death stare for the rest of your life. Anna, what have you been watching, listening to, reading? What have you been consuming at the moment? What can you recommend for us? I'm really into trash at the moment, to be honest. I just feel like there is so much heavy stuff going on. But then on the flip side, I listen to so much true crime that it doesn't really make sense. Um, But a podcast that I've been listening to for a long time, it releases new seasons every now and then. It's called Something Was Wrong. I don't know. Have you listened to it? No, I haven't. It's basically award-winning podcast, true crime docu-series about the discovery, trauma, and recovery from shocking life events and abusive relationships. Wow, yeah. And it's each season, I think there's like six seasons maybe, follows one person and their story. And the story, like each episode, just gets crazier and crazier. But the last season that they did, I won't give it away, but it was this girl that had got together with this guy. He was worked in the... Um, entertainment industry he was British 
He had a daughter and needed a nanny for her. He was super rich and then it turned out he was in the witness protection program and just like then he had cancer and then his mum died and all this stuff, like this traumatic relationship and just how that unraveled. And it's told by the survivor, the girlfriend. You know, like no, no one gets murdered, no one dies. It's not that kind of true yeah. crime. I really like. I'm, I've got this thing with uh, con artists. You know, people yes. that have frauded, defrauded people. I think I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, and it's one of the top podcasts at the moment on the Apple charts. It's called Liar Liar. It's about this woman from Sydney called Melissa Caddick, who seemed to be this quite successful businesswoman, and then she stole millions of dollars it's a 23 million dollar fraud ponzi scheme she had ripping off money from her friends her family and then she she went missing like she just disappeared and uh, her second husband just as you know wanted her back but it's so well made it's made by the sydney morning herald and also a 60 minutes investigative journalist Mm, and it's just really well made yeah and it's um, i'm only on episode four at the moment but oh, I'm, I can tell I'm going to binge it up soon. I'm just, what are you, like, where do you think she went? It's funny because I was actually, I hadn't heard of the story until the podcast. No, neither had I. And, and it's I thought such I would know a huge it. story and yeah. it's pretty recent and hadn't heard about it. I think it was massive and we do have, the Self Love Club Media does have Australian listeners. So maybe it was bigger over there than it was here. It was during the pandemic. Yeah. And she went missing late in 2020. It was during that yeah, the, all those lockdowns. Yeah. But it, it was, she went missing. Like she found out that she was under investigation. Yeah. So then she went the and next did day a, she had was done, gone. A mon- done a runner. Yeah. And no one could find her. What about watching? Are you, you know, you say trash. Do you like your Real Housewives? You watching uh, the latest season or not? I do love, I like the, the Beverly Hills one. I'm not a huge fan of the other ones. Yeah. I haven't actually started watching this season yet, but I will binge that. Yeah, I'm quite keen to see how the whole Erica Girardi one unravels this. I feel like we need to talk about that on another podcast. We definitely will. That is a very interesting story. I finished her book not long ago, and she's had a very interesting life. Yeah, did you hear the reports that Kyle may not be back for the next season? She's one of my favourites, Kyle Richards. She's the only OG. Mm. Is... um, What's the real mean one? Is Kathy in back this season? Don't think so. Because that's her kind of sister. Yeah. We'll have to do a deep dive series, I reckon, on those girls and their mum. And like, the, I've, I've heard a, some stuff. It's yeah. a big, because all she wanted to do was have famous, famous kids. kids. Yeah. And then one married a Hilton. So that she was like, done that. I'm set. That's good. It's a very interesting family. Yeah. We should yeah. definitely go into that. Yeah, we definitely will. Uh, I've been watching, and it's been number one on Netflix. The Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, there's a movie apparently. Yes, I don't know if I it's the same storyline. I haven't seen the movie, but it's really cool because Neve Campbell's in it. I just liked seeing that. I was like, whoa, throwbacks. But essentially, it's about this lawyer and he inherits this. So, this one lawyer, Jerry, he gets murdered and then he leaves his practice, this other guy who's a recovering he's a recovering addict. Yeah. And it's and then but there's this like all these mysteries and stuff and they're trying to work out why he got murdered in these big trials and I'm, I haven't finished it yet, but honestly it is so good. It's been my watch at the moment. It sounds quite similar. Like I the picture even on Netflix, it is almost the same picture from the Should we movie. Have a live Google? Yeah. Should we put live Google it's almost it's the, the same. same picture from the movie with Matthew McConaughey like in the back of his car but I'm pretty sure the Lincoln lawyer was called the Lincoln lawyer because he ran his office out of his Lincoln well he always is in the car 
So, and I don't know the name of the car, but he's always because in LA the court. Yeah, in LA you need a car to get around. Yeah, like especially all the courthouses and stuff. Yeah, so last time you saw Mickey being played by Matthew McConaughey, which was the Hollywood film, but apparently they're based on the same name, but they're different novels in the series. So like different oh, points okay, in the time. That makes yeah. Sense. yeah, it's honestly so good. What else have I been watching? Have you watched Bling Empire? No, but that's on my watch list as well. I, I've crazy. watched it in the past. I've, I haven't seen the new season. Yeah, yeah. I've only like maybe two episodes into the new one. Yeah. If you were a big fan of Sally Rooney's novels, Conversations with Friends is out on Amazon Prime. I started watching it. I think it's one of those ones. It's good, but I sort of want to be in the mood for it. Yeah. you yeah. got to be in the mood sometimes. I've just not been in the mood for anything that yeah. requires brain cells at the moment, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, same. It's been Kardashians and a lot of real housewives for me but then for me real housewives i can't watch many episodes in a row because i get really I, over there fighting i i feel myself like getting stupider so <laughs> i've got to stop and give it a bit of a break you know yeah but it's either that or um blippy so <laughs> it's Coco, not a lot of choice are your kids a bit old for cocomelon oh jagger still really likes cocomelon I just see all the toys everywhere and it must be a huge thing. Oh my god, thing. JJ. That's the baby from Cocomelon, JJ. Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh. no, every kid loves Cocomelon. I swear, as soon as they hear that music, they just come a-running. It's the new Baby Shark? Oh no, I still love Baby Shark, he does. <laughs> Earlier in the show, we talked about the Kravis wedding, Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, and we wanted to talk about the ick. Do Kravis give you the ick? They don't give me the ick as much as Machine Gun Kelly and <laughs> Megan Fox. Oh, they did, give me the serious ick. Did you hear about how she had a hole? Oh, they like yes. cut a hole in her jumpsuit. Like, her why st- do we need to know? Like, and so they could have sex, and then her stylist was like, oh, "I'm gonna have to sew that back up." I'm like, surely you just throw that out. Like, obviously, it's a nice jumpsuit, but like, she did that because she wanted everyone to know. Obviously, that. Why can't you just take it off? But they are they are very often talking about that sort of stuff. They want people to think that they are just like this crazy. Like they talk about drinking each other's blood and yeah. like the engagement ring he got her designed to have some thorn in it so that it's painful for her to take off. Oh, like that's awful. What? Yeah. But I do kind of feel like they are, okay, I don't know how to make this not sound mean, like the Kmart version of Travis. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that is good don't you think yeah I they just, give me the ick the thing about Kravis that gives me the ick and I'm not at all against parents being affectionate in front of their children but I just don't think like the amount of PDA and it's not just like a peck or a hug they are full-on pashing at dinner parties in front groping of everybody like groping like things that are just a little bit next level PDA and then inappropriate you reckon and, yeah just in front of the kids and I'm not a prude but I just don't think it's okay to grope your partner and pash with tongue in front of your children what do you think especially it's not their dad I mean Tom can't give me a hug without our kids like Trying to come in for a cuddle, like no, my, my mom, my mom. Like, so, <laughs> no, no, no chance of that happening yeah. in my house. But yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Just have, I guess, having respect for the fact that this isn't their dad and it's a newish relationship. Yeah. But I think they're just in their own bubble and they just really don't care what anyone else thinks. Mm. Another thing on that, do you think it's too hard and fast? Like we know from past relationships when things are too heavy, too intense, too quickly, they tend to fizzle out. So do you think 
this is like a set to last situation? Do you think they'll still be together? You're asking the girl that got married in a year, so <laughs> you're talking to we the need, wrong we, we girl. We need to tell that story sometime. I was so impressed with you. It was a wild, yeah, it was a, yep, no, you're probably asking the wrong person. We'll share Anna's wedding story on our next episode. That'll be, you know, we'll tease there, get them in the clip. Need to just stay there. in the country. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's He's not Kiwi. <laughs> That's not it at all. No. About to go to jail. No. I know. <laughs> Just kidding. He's from New Zealand, guys. Don't tell the cop. But you know what I mean? Like, do you think, I, I don't know, each to their own. And I, I love that Courtney's happy. She deserves She happiness. went through a lot of stuff. She did. And we want her to have her fairy tale. But yeah. do, do you think he's love bombing her? Yeah, that's a term that's been thrown around a lot lately, isn't it? Love bombing in general is a really negative term, isn't it? But there's, I think there's good love bombing and bad love bombing, isn't it? But... Well, it's like, she'll be like, what do you want? He's like, whatever my baby wants. And I'm like, yeah, that's gross. Do you know what my concern more is about than the love bombing and the ick and all that is just that there are so many younger people witnessing this that are just, they love the Kardashians, they consume even more media than we do, that they're looking up to this and that's their goals for a relationship mm. and it's not a real relationship it's just so not like everything they do is staged they are known for ringing up and telling people where they're gonna go everything's a publicity stunt it's just not what a relationship is about and I think it's just setting people up for failure it's really I just Mm. don't think that should be anyone's goal yeah I think you're right in the fact that it gives unhealthy expectations of what a healthy relationship is and that's what my concern is about the whole love bombing thing and how Mm. intense it is is and young girls thinking that love needs to be that intense because as a lot of us know when it is like that it can it fizzles out it's like hard and fast right I think can think of any relationship I've been in that's like that well remember you're like teenage teenage love I mean it's so intense anyways and all those feelings you have when you're a teenager so there'll be these kids looking at that and feeling those sorts of things, and it's just, yeah, I'm just worried that there's a whole bunch of school kids out there wanting to say, I'm going to drink your blood, like. Yeah, that's weird. It's like, I'm going to drink your blood and put a thorn in a ring, so Angelina every time Jolie it hurts, you take, again. it is, it's a bit like Angelina Jolie going, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Didn't they have little, like, things of blood? Miles of each other's blood, yeah. <laughs> well, that didn't last, did it? This is where love bombing and romance, like, they kind of can get confused or cross over, do you think that him buying a house next door to her... They were neighbours anyway before... But apparently he bought the house because he wanted to live next door to her. He oh, was, really? like, in love with her. And he knew he's like, oh, well, if I can't, like, be with her, then at least I'll live next door to her kind of thing. That's why he moved to that neighbourhood. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little bit... Yeah. That's a little bit weird. Um, yeah, and also all the extravagant gifts, like the proposal alone... Like, you shouldn't, there's all these people out there probably expecting, oh, well, if you don't love me, if you don't, buy me <laughs> It's like well, a million also, dollars worth of roses. Yeah, but also I guess we've got to remember as well, they are filming a TV show. Yeah. And also, isn't it interesting how Courtney didn't want it, that was one of the big reasons of the last Keeping Up With The Kardashians All the finishing. the fights they had with well, the sisters yeah. over her wanting to be private. And she not. didn't want to be on it anymore. And yeah. then all of a sudden she's in this relationship and she wants to be on it. It's, it's a 360. And she's allowed to be on it. Like that's totally fine. I have no objection to that. I love watching their lives. I honestly do. But it's just quite interesting seeing that shift in her. And perhaps it is that she's happy and she's just like, yeah, cool. We would love to know what you think as well. Like do you think it's love bombing? 
Do you think it gives you the ick? Like, how do you feel as well? You can let us know. We're at Gloss the Podcast on Instagram. We're very fresh, we so make sure. Instagram, DM us. Yeah, DM nothing. us. Hit dick follow. Pics, we will have videos of our episodes going up very soon. We thought for the first one, we'd just focus on uh, making sure we could string some sentences together and get the audio sorted. <laughs> It's been a struggle. <laughs> we've done really well. You have done so well, Anna. I think that's all we've got time for. It's been so much fun. You are a dream co-host. I'm really <laughs> proud of you. No, you I'll did get, so well. I'll get the text later. Please do not come back. No, <laughs> not at all. I've like really enjoyed doing this with you, and I can't wait for next week. I've never, I haven't been this excited about anything in a long time. Oh, that's sad. Well, no, I mean, like, obviously things in no. life, but, like, work-wise, I love you. my podcast, but it's really fun having someone else yeah. to chat with. No, it's been nice to talk Yay. about things. Yeah, so we'll Not be a- back in your feed weekly. We'll be back next week. Make sure you hit follow on your podcast app, whether that is Apple, Spotify, we are on all of them. Hit subscribe, turn on automatic downloads, and please give us a five-star rating and write us a kind review if you're enjoying listening, and you can send the link to your friends as well. Anything else from you? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. Bye. Bye. Have a good week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.